0: BYU Cougar basketball is back in action. Marcello. So wide open,
1: Marcello, again, Hello! AB for three.
0: Let's get you ready to root on the boys in blue. This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Pregame Live is brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU athletics. Also brought to you by Quick Quack Car Wash. Fast, clean, loved everywhere. And now here's your host Jason Shepard.
2: Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Tonight, the BYU Cougars wrap up non-conference play with a matchup against the Westminster Griffins. BYU returning home from Hawaii with a record of eleven and three overall. The Cougars finished third in the Diamond Head Classic after defeating Liberty eighty to 75 on Christmas Day. Fusine Troyori he was the star of the game. In fact, we'll probably look back at that game as the Fus game. Uh, he was put into the starting lineup for the first time. He finished with his first career double-double with 19 points, which, by the way, was a career high, as well as 13 rebounds. He was absolutely unbelievable, and everybody took notice. Foose was named to the all-tournament team, and this week was also named the West Coast Conference Player of the Week as well as the Freshman of the Week, Well deserved for the freshman for sure. He was absolutely. Brilliant. And before we get into tonight's game against Westminster, if you had not heard, BYU was set to begin West Coast Conference play on Saturday on the road at Portland, but that game has been postponed due to COVID issues within the Portland program, so that game not going to take place. The Cougars and Pilots, according to the press release, will try to reschedule that game later in the season if it's possible. So that means when you go back to the game against Liberty on Christmas Day, to when BYU Faces Pacific next Thursday. Tonight's game will be BYU's only game played in 12 days. That will be a long stretch with only one game played. And uh, we'll talk with Mark Durant about that and whether or not uh, BYU can certainly use that to its advantage in terms of having uh, a couple of extra days, especially when you look at the type of non-conference that BYU played and just how grueling that was. But if you had not heard, uh, that is the situation with BYU's conference opener at Portland. It will not be played. All right, but tonight it's all about Westminster. The Griffins are five and six on the season. They had won four in a row, but have dropped their last two most recently to CSU Pueblo. And what's interesting about that game is that it was played on the 16th. So we were talking about BYU possibly having 12 days in between games uh, with with the the game on Saturday being postponed. Westminster hasn't played a game in almost two weeks either. So uh, they've certainly had some time off. Yusuf Mohammed is the team's Leading scorer with 17 points and seven rebounds. However, he is not expected to play tonight. We will get more details uh, in terms of the situation there from head coach Norm Parrish when he sits down with Greg Rubel a little bit later on in our pregame coverage. Elsewhere on the Griffins roster, Jarrett Jordan averages 13 a game, but the story with him is his perimeter shooting. On the season, Jordan is 6 of 8 from 3 for 75%. Now, he's only played in four games, so that's certainly not a very large sample size when you think of only playing in four games. It's not a ton of threes to put up in that number of games, but it certainly shows you that he has been hot from beyond the arc. This is a guy that's feeling it from deep, even though it's only been a couple of games. Certainly something to pay attention to tonight. The good news is for BYU's defense, overall as a team, Westminster isn't a great three-point shooting team. BYU needs to make sure that that trend continues tonight at the Marriott Center. Obviously, one of the themes of the season as far has been the adjustments that the players have had to make on the fly due to the personnel issues. And One of the players who has been affected the most is Caleb Lohner. He's been moved between the four and the five position, but regardless of where he's played, one thing he has always been able to do, he has been an effective rebounder, grabbing seven boards per game. I had a chance to talk with Caleb about the season so far, what he expects once WCC play begins, and spending time in paradise over the holidays. I want to know how Hawaii was, and I'm not even talking about the basketball side. We'll get to that in a second. What was it like uh, to be in Hawaii for Christmas?
3: It was actually super fun. It was Weather was great. Bodies felt good. Skin felt good. The sun was shining. Um, it was a fun overall experience. I mean, getting to play on Christmas in Hawaii was special and being able to get a win. Um, so it was fun. It was something I'd definitely want to do again. <laughs> yeah,
2: I, I would imagine. It probably beats being in the, the weather that we've been experiencing here. Look, you're probably never going to be excited to leave Hawaii to go home, but it probably makes it worse when you're coming back to
3: 30-degree temperatures and snow. Definitely. I, didn't, I was, like, stuck in between what to wear to get on the plane because I was like, it's 85 degrees here and sunny, but when I get off the plane, it's going to be 20 so, uh, it was, yeah. And I was not looking forward to going back to freezing degree weather with my car covered in snow. I realize in a, you guys were there to play basketball.
2: Um, but do you have to force yourself to make time to enjoy the experience as well? Or is it a business trip and it's all business and, and what you can get in, you can get in?
3: I think it's mostly business. But at the same time, you can find kind of a sense of peace. Like, oh, this is such a cool experience. Like, I'm I'm in Hawaii playing basketball. Like, that's just... That's something that you don't get to do every day. But yeah, I think there's like a kind of a happy medium where you have to find to be able to enjoy, like, hey, I am in this place. This is beautiful. I want to have so much fun, do everything. But at the same time, kind of understand, like, hey, our goal here, we are here for, to play basketball. So let's try to take care of that and then have fun when everything's all said and done.
2: How would you evaluate the play overall? I know you guys had hoped to be in the championship game. But when you look back at the three games you played, how do you think you guys did?
3: Um, I think you said it perfectly. We finished that trip not exactly how we wanted, but we did finish the trip on a good note and just super proud of the guys and our team and kind of how we respond. We've kind of had a, like a reoccurring theme in our team. Something will happen, we'll lose a game or... People will go down. Like we've had all sorts of roster changes, but people just keep stepping up. Um, and as a team, we've just been able to find ways to win.
2: Is that the, the overall makeup of the team that allows for that? Is that leadership? Is it a combination of both? What, what do you attribute that to?
3: I think it's everything. I think it's leadership. I think it's the coaching that we have, the commitment from everybody, including our managers, our coaches, us as players, like our gear guys, just everybody. I think it's a whole around BOU basketball organization that – kind of just is always there like pushing us no matter what it's this constant fan base honestly that is kind of just keeping us going but again I think just the leadership we have on this team and the commitment to wanting to do something special is what keeps us going. Okay, so you were talking about
2: how, you know, everybody's had to adjust and, and you guys have found a way to do that. You personally, you've had to adjust your game a little bit. Sometimes you're playing at the four for a while. You're playing at the five. Now you're back at the four. What was that experience like? And what did you learn about yourself going through that?
3: Um, I think I just learned that like, I'm fine being put in whatever position I need to be in order to help this team. And I think a lot of the time in sports and even just in life, there's certain instances where you're going to have to step up and do something that may be kind of foreign to you. But we've just kept doing it, and it's not only me. There's all sorts of guys that are doing it too. And so I'm, I'm proud of our team, and I think that we're just going to keep going and being able to roll. This will be your
2: fifth and final in-state team that you guys are going to be facing in Westminster. How important is it for you guys not just to win the game but to play well going into conference
3: play? I think it's important just to keep focusing on getting better, no matter who our opponent is, is very important. So we're treating this game like it's the hardest game we've ever played. Like we're going to come in, we're going to do everything that we know how to do, um, the things that we practice, the way we move the ball on offense, our defense. All of our keys are going to be the same, and it'll be a fun game. It's been a while since you guys have played a home game, too. Yeah, it's been forever. There wasn't snow on the ground last time we played a home <laughs> game. So,
2: well, Last thing, before, obviously, you guys start conference play, how do you view this conference season? Because I know coaches said that he thinks top to bottom, and the metrics bear this out, that this may be the best West Coast Conference league he's seen for a while from top to bottom how do you view this upcoming conference season and what's possible for you guys
3: I think it's going to be a war I think it's just going to be every team every night like slaughtering each other but I mean we signed up for that yeah. and it's actually super exciting to be in a conference that's so competitive and I think this year especially there's just so many good teams and it's going to be a challenge every single night in conference, but. Again, these games are going to help us get better and better and ultimately help us prepare for the bigger things that we want to do. Caleb, thanks for the time as always. Good luck against the Griffins. Thanks. No problem. Thank you.
2: All right, that was BYU's Caleb Lohner. Appreciate him taking a few minutes yesterday after practice. Coming up next, we'll head to the Marriott Center site of tonight's Cougars and Griffins showdown. We'll talk with Mark Durant, our courtside conversation with the big man coming up next on the new skin, BYU. Here's Jason Shepard with more Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Pregame Live presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. It's time for our courtside conversation with Mark Durant. He is over at the Marriott Center. Mark, good evening. How are you? jason shepherd my friend i'm doing great how are you this fine evening i i am doing fantastic i'm hanging out with my silent co-host Bo shepherd who by the way is the best i love bo (laughs) okay he just wanted me he was very upset with me on christmas day because he was here he says tell mark i'm here i forgot to do it so he's made sure that i reminded me today tell mark i'm here listen don't ever don't ever uh not tell me about bo being there bo is my man okay all right. Well, I've made uh, you have made his day, and I appreciate that. Uh, let's talk about Hawaii. Uh, BYU went two and one at the Diamond Head Classic. How would you characterize last week's games in Hawaii? Oh man,
4: uh, just a grind, man. Every game was <laughs> just a grind, and just hard-fought games. And I, you know, I don't think BYU played particularly well, but I think this team's tough, and they kind of find a way to win. I thought there were sure some bright spots. I thought that Foose, of course, was tremendous. I thought Caleb made some steps forward. I thought Trevin Nell was very good. I don't think it was the best week for your guards that you kind of expect to play well, Alex and, and Tijon. But but listen, I, I think what I've come to grips with this team is, is they're not good enough. Uh, to just to kind of roll over people and just blitz them, you know. I'm I just I just don't think that's, that that this team they'll have maybe a couple of those games where they're hot from three and you know they run away from it. But I think it's just going to be a battle. But I also think even though the games are going to be close, I think is going to win most of them because I think they're super tough and I've got experienced guys that will find ways to win. But I just think it's going to be you know a lot of those types of games, close games, and they're going to have to find a way to grind it out and win and. Yeah, that's kind of how it was you know obviously it's a disappointment I think I think BYU could have won that tournament uh, but they didn't and so you know you just kind of try and get better and uh, and get ready for conference play if conference play ever starts but uh, <laughs> you know it it was a tough week it was a tough week but I thought they showed a lot of good things and showed some real toughness
2: well and you mentioned Foos. he certainly was one of the bright spots in the 2 and one record got the start Was named to the all-tournament team this week was rewarded with a with a player of the week honor from the wcc as well as freshman of the week honors and and look mark we've seen him he can score obviously he can he battle on the boards he can be physical what area has impressed you most what aspect of his game do you think uh, has really stood out the most to you well to me it's not so much
4: any particular physical skill it's his mental game his maturity i mean for a freshman even the first couple games to come out and be playing significant minutes in close games uh, and and not turning the ball over and not making mistakes and having poise and having patience and you getting the ball on the post and not forcing up a shot or shooting it too quickly he just seems to have a knack for the game and has a lot of poise and is not easily flustered and so I, I think you know the skills clearly he's physically gifted with the long arms and he can jump and uh and can move really well he's got a really soft touch for a big man i think one of the things we're going to really see in the in the near future for him is him to start extending his range a little bit even out to the three-point line i watch him in practice he's got a good stroke a good soft shot and uh, he'll get better there he'll refine his post moves a little bit i mean he makes good moves but you know his shot sometimes is is not quite right i have a lot of confidence in coach Burgess. I think. Having a big-man coach that understands how to play the position will really help these young guys. And you, you're seeing these young guys, big men, really progress. And, and so I think that's good for him. And But but just, you know, clearly he's got uh, uh, one of, you know, some guys are rebounders. I mean, they just have a knack for the for getting the rebounds. And they're able to rebound out of their space. That's the hardest thing to do is, is rebound outside of your space. And he's able to do that and uh, has kind of a sense of where the ball is going to go i mean all these kind of intangibles along with the desire to go get the ball i mean those if you got the that, that ferocity to go get a, a rebound and then you have kind of the skill set to allow you to do that at a high level i mean that's really cool and he's just the exciting thing about foos he's just going to get so much better he's yep. going to get better and better every game and every year and he's going to be one of the all-timers here at BYU.
2: Cougars are going to go with the same starting five. That obviously includes Foos at the five, Lucas Barcelo, Nell Lohner, and Traore. Uh, but we did find out that uh, both sides are going to be without a couple of players. Uh, I had mentioned earlier that Yusuf Mohammed for Westminster, their best player leading scorer, not going to play. Uh, we'll get some more information um, from Norm Parrish when he talks with Greg a little bit later on. Also, uh, in speaking with Greg, Mark Pope uh, told Greg that uh, Spencer Johnson and Seneca Knight will not be available tonight as well. So both sides are going to be down some players here. What, what do you make of this matchup, even with some of these guys you know, not being available?
4: Well, listen, I mean, is Westminster, not going to come in here and beat BYU. Uh, I mean, I'll gladly eat my hat if that happens. If that happens, great. Good good for them. Are but you wearing a hat? If, uh, I, I, well, I, I don't, but, you know, bald guys typically wear hats, so okay. I got plenty of hats. But, uh, you know, and I don't think they really expect to win, but th- 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 this is just a good opportunity for them play in this building and get some good experience and it's a good opportunity for BYU to kind of fine-tune itself get other guys some confidence and experience going into conference play obviously without use of I mean those chances go from minuscule to uh, infinitesimal Um, but you know it's it's good and and, uh, it's better to have guys out for this game than it would be for a conference game and so you're just kind of glad that it's happening now when it's happening and we'll see hopefully see those guys back very soon and uh, but you know, I'm still excited about this game. I'm, I mean, this is this, these games are always fun, and, and BYU hasn't had a lot of building uh, games in this building <laughs> this season. So That's right. I mean, it's great to be here playing basketball and and give a lot of guys some minutes that maybe uh, wouldn't otherwise have it and need to get that for their confidence. And my man Trevin Nell's walking by is going to have a big game, and uh, so uh, you know, it, it's fun. And and again, yeah, I don't mean any disrespect to Westminster, but. BYU, you know, this is a team that they should handle and handle easily, but still should be a fun night.
2: Well, and look, we both expect at the end of the night BYU's non-conference record to conclude at 12-3. and 3. Mark Pope was asked yesterday when he was meeting with the general media, if somebody would have told him at the beginning of the season he'd have this record right now with all of the stuff he's dealt with, would he take it? He said, I would have taken it had we had the guys that, mm-hmm. you know, we thought we were going to have. He seems very, very pleased. And obviously there were some games that they wish they had had back, but overall, 12 and 3—that's pretty remarkable, especially when you look at, at the type of teams they played and, and just how many games they had in a very compact period of time. I'd say 12 and 3 is pretty remarkable.
4: It really is, and you look back historically—that's that, a pretty good mark for any team. And that, that, so I'm very excited about it. Uh, and you know you think about um, i met, just mentioned you know, only, only five games in this building and you played almost half your games against teams that were in the ncaa tournament last year you, you've you lost two two of your starters basically baxter and baxter and harward and yeah i mean 12 and 3 is really good and i think it's a testament to to how hard these guys play and they play good defense they rebound well and they're they're in all the games and have found a way to win most of them so c- congratulations to coach Pope and this team because that is a long a hard road to get to, to 12 and three and then now you just now you're looking at conference and just trying to keep that momentum going and you know not not lose the games that you shouldn't lose and, and you know win the c- couple games that maybe you, sh- you you shouldn't win and and then you have a special season so they're they're right on track to do what they want to do.
2: Last thing, and and you referenced this a minute ago, whenever the WCC season starts, we we know that Saturday's conference opener at Portland has already been postponed. Um, And and look, we experienced what this was like last season in terms of almost holding your breath until a game actually tips off to know that it's actually going to be played. With the non-conference games that BYU played that we just alluded to and the kind of a grind that it was, it may actually be a benefit to get a few extra days of rest and then you can really hit the WCC schedule hard next week.
4: Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to find some silver linings. I guess that's as good of one as any. I just can't believe we're still here talking about this and you know, I'm not going to say what I think cuz people get so mad and everybody's so fired up about their position, but uh, I I just I am just frustrated. Everyone is. I think it's uh you know. Yeah, I'm not going to I'm not going to take debate and go there, Jason, cuz pe- people get mad at me and when, when I talk about this. They should not stuff. get mad at Mark Durant. <laughs> I'm nice. I got reasonable positions, Jason, but anyway, uh, I just hope that, you know, this is kind of a, you got this surge going on right now, I hope it goes away quickly and we can get back to regularly scheduled games and not have this be a real big thing the rest of the way, because it's just hard, you know, you have to reschedule and you have to find, okay, do you want to play, you guys want to come and play, because this team can't play, I mean, it it's just, it's just not how it's supposed to be, so you, you do what you have to do, I guess, but uh, hopefully it'll all work it, itself out pretty soon, and Anyway, my man Bo, hey brother, good to, good to talk to you, man.
2: Here, good say, to hear from you. How, to, how old's Bo? To, he's he's going to be eleven. Here, Bo, say hello to Mark.
4: Hello.
0: Let's hear it.
2: Bo, my man. How's it going? Did you get what you wanted for Christmas?
0: A little bit.
2: Did you get any BYU stuff? Sadly, no. He oh, B- man. He gets BYU stuff every day, all what? right? What? Like every day. Jason of the week. Shepard. He's fine. Trust me. The guy, the Holy kid is smokes. not lacking in BYU stuff. <laughs> Trust me. He's all right, not. Man. Mark, great stuff. Appreciate it. We're we'll here with Greg coming up in a minute. All right, see ya. There we go. The great Mark Durant. Stop by your local big O tires for no credit needed financing, and the lowest price on every tire every day. Big O' Tires, the team you trust. One quick timeout, we'll come back and wrap up Cougar Pre-Game Live when we return on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
1: Let's
0: get you back to Cougar Pre-Game Live with your host, Jason Shepard.
2: Cougar Pregame Live is presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Tonight from the Marriott Center, BYU hosting Westminster. BYU wrapping up the in-state matchups. This will be the Cougars' fifth game against an in-state opponent. Fans, remember when the Cougars win, you win with Papa John's Pizza. With a BYU win tonight, pizza will be 50% off at PapaJohns.com. Using the online promo code BYU50 tomorrow, this offer is good at any Utah location. BYU not the only local team that played hoops today a final already. Utah State beginning Mountain West Conference play on the road at Air Force. And the Aggies fall by two, 49 47. The Falcons getting the victory. Utah State. Dropping its conference opener to begin 0 and 1 in the MWC. All right, top 25 action going on right now. Second half action between number 11 Auburn and 16th ranked LSU. Auburn with a 39 to 24 lead over LSU. Also going on now another matchup of two top 25 teams. Number 21 Providence with a 10 point lead over number 15 Seton Hall, 44 to 34. 18th ranked Kentucky leading at home over Missouri. Missouri 55 to 43, sixth-ranked Kansas at home against Nevada, the Jayhawks with a 24-16 lead. Illinois State at number 24, Wisconsin, the Badgers leading in the first half, 29 to 18. Earlier today, it was Purdue defeating Nichols 104 to 90, and 10th-ranked Michigan State on top of High Point, 81 to 68. College bowl games going on right now. The Cheez It Bowl, end of the third quarter. 19th ranked Clemson leading Iowa State 20-6. That game, as I mentioned, getting ready to start the fourth quarter. And then earlier today in the pinstripe bowl at Yankee Stadium, Maryland absolutely destroyed Virginia Tech. 54-10 is the final score. Also tonight in the NBA, one of the games we will certainly be following, the local team, Utah Jazz on the road at Portland taking on the Blazers. The Jazz will be without Donovan Mitchell once again. I do believe unless this information has changed, uh, Damian Lillard will play Play. Don't believe CJ McCullum will, but that game tips off at 8 o'clock Mountain Time. We will be following it throughout the broadcast tonight. All right, that's going to do it. Coming up on the other side, we'll get you over to the Marriott Center for the Cougar Pre Game Coaches Show with Greg Rubel. You're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: It's time to get the inside scoop on today's game. This is the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show, brought to you by Zions Bank. For a financial slam dunk, Zions Bank is for you. Also brought to you by Big O' Tires. Your local Big O' Tires has financing available. Big O' Tires, the team you trust. Now let's head back to the Built Bar courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
1: Good evening, Cougar basketball fans. Welcome courtside inside the Marriott Center on the BYU campus in Provo, Utah. Tonight... The Cougars play their first home game in three weeks and only their second home game in the last five weeks. It's BYU welcoming Westminster in the Cougs' non-conference finale. It's an exhibition for the Griffins, but a counter for BYU. It won't factor in BYU's metrics like net, but it will show up in the win-loss record, and tonight BYU is playing to go 12-3 and heading into WCC play. I'm your play-by-play presenter, Greg Grubel. With me is my 25-season broadcast partner, the beloved former Cougar hoopster, the social media phenomenon on himself, Mark Durant, and uh, Mark tonight's game is uh, it's one BYU is expected to not just win but win handily, of course. But it is an in-state game. so There's an extra portion of pride on the line both ways, and it's a home game. It feels good to be back here, and uh, you know the Cougars are excited to well give their home fans something to uh, something fun to watch tonight after a long time away.
4: Now, one of my my dad's favorite quotes, Greg, growing up, is he say. Go to see, young man, if only for the glory of returning home. And that's a beautiful thing. And he, you know, even when you go to neat places like Hawaii, there's something nice about just coming home. And BYU hasn't been home a lot this year. You mentioned uh, a couple of those games, but they only played five five times this, in this building this year. And I do think the fans are excited to see this team. And, and they haven't had a lot of opportunity to. So this is great to be back at Christmas time, a little family time, go see BYU play, watch some of these guys play. And... And I'm excited about this team. I think a lot of guys are trending the right way that need to trend the right way going into conference play. And this will be an important step in kind of getting that confidence, getting everything right to go into conference play. After this break, we'll hear from BYU head coach
1: Mark Pope. This is the Zions Bank Cougar Pregame Coaches Show live from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: Tune to the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. For more with head coach Mark Pope, let's rejoin your host, Greg Grubell.
1: Welcome back inside the Marriott Center. We're tonight, the 11 and 3. BYU Cougars host the 5 and 6 Westminster Griffins out of Division 2. The Cougs playing their non-conference finale and second non-D1 game of the season, but after the schedule BYU's played, no one begrudges a soft spot before the beginning of conference play. BYU's schedule strength ranks 31st in Ken Palm and 12th in average opponent net rank. It's been a tough schedule. And tonight in our pregame interview with BYU head coach Mark Pope, presented by Zions Bank for a financial slam dunk. Zions Bank is for you. The coach Talks about uh, having gotten to this point of the schedule with kind of a new look and approach with conference play about to get underway.
5: Um, I'm, I'm really proud of our guys. Uh, it's been an unbelievable start of the season. It's um, They've been su- super successful and um given ourselves a couple opportunities to really, really learn and grow. Um, it's everything you want in a non conference. We've put ourselves in a great position and so now we we finish off this non conference season tonight. We need to do it strong. We need to play well and play the way we play and get better tonight and then and then we'll we'll Get to the real work of the season, which is the regular season,
1: why did you slot this Westminster game in where you did
5: um well we, it's you know um, scheduling is hard, and especially with league play starting for so many teams in december it's gotten harder uh, and it's a return you know it's kind of a we kind of just squeezed it in as a return kind of tune up a lot of times you go on these trips um. Uh, to, to you know, Hawaii or across the country or whatever, and playing MT, and you come back in the first game back. You're just trying to get your legs back and trying to get fresh again. And mm-hmm. you know, we actually took Monday off completely. It was our one day uh, Christmas um, season off. And so, um, you know, this is a, you know, it's another in-state game. We love these in-state games. It'll be incredibly challenging because every in-state game is, and hopefully, it'll be good tune-up for the season.
1: You plan to start the way you did in your last game. Yep, start the same same. Last. But personnel-wise, you're down a couple guys.
5: Yep, uh, a couple guys uh, won't be suited up tonight. Um, uh, Spence won't be suited up, and, and Seneca won't be suited up, and and then Rich and Gavin will not be suited up. Okay,
1: that, that, yeah, what does that mean for the rest of your roster tonight and, and how many guys get run, and what do you want to see
5: from them tonight? Well, it means the guys get to have to step up. That's what happens. That's why you have a deep roster is because when guys go down, you need the next guy in line to step up. And we have guys that have been working really hard to be prepared for the moment, and this is going to be a great test for them tonight.
1: The uncertainty of when league play is going to get underway now comes into play. We know that Saturday at Portland is out. What do we know as of today about possibilities for even the weekend?
5: I, I, all I know is we got to find a way to win tonight, and then <laughs> and then tonight, you know, hopefully things go well, and with staff will join together, and we'll kind of uh, look at the landscape of college basketball, and figure out what happens, uh, you know, in the, the last couple of days this week. But but we just gotta, you know, it's a it's a big game. These in-state games are always tough. We got to find a way to come compete tonight.
1: And the focus is here in Westminster, but do you want to get a game where you had one on Saturday?
5: Um, yeah, I mean, we love playing. So so we're looking to find ways to play if we can play. And, um, it, it, you know, you're getting the sense that this season is going to be a little bit like last season where it's going to be, um, you know, kind of a mad scramble every day to see if you can get a game tomorrow. And so we've done this before. We're good at it. Um, and so if that's what this kind of regular season looks like, then we'll, we'll tackle that challenge also.
1: Frustration into fight, right?
5: That's right. That's what we do. I mean, the season throws challenges at you. You know it's going to throw challenges at you. and so it's it's um it's you know the, the the challenge of of for a team facing a season is not to avoid challenges to take them on and, and overcome them and do the best you can and so our staff will certainly have a lot of work to do as well as our players potentially um piecing together this this conference schedule
1: right. coach thank you we'll talk to you post game
5: thanks right let's go all right
1: that is mark pope leading us into tonight's keys to the game brought to you by ford built ford proud mark durant gives us his
4: keys to tonight's contest well, this isn't so much a specific key other than you just want to get better. Coach Pope talks about more better less, but well, you want to get better in this game. You want to keep those turnovers down really low in this game, uh, under 10 I would say. Uh, if you do that, you've be played smart, you've gotten better, and this is a great opportunity for the for guys off the bench to play. I think we need to see a lot of bench points, plus you know, plus 30 bench points. And if you do those two things, you came out better than you uh, went into this game. All right, he is Mark Durant. As we go to
1: break, we remind you that Smith's has all your fresh game day grilling favorites, and when you shop today, you can get free pickup and orders of $35 or more. Just order from the app or at Kroger.com and make your game day great. Smith's fresh for everyone. The BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show is coming up next on the new skin BYU Sports Network.
0: It's almost time to hit the hardwood. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by... The BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Also brought to you by the BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Also by Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen has been helping Utah families for over 30 years. Now let's head live to the Built Bar courtside seats and join Mark Durant, alongside the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
1: Good evening once again, Cougar basketball fans. We welcome you back courtside inside the Marriott Center for BYU's final game of the 2021 calendar year. It's BYU and Westminster for the fourth time all-time, second time in BYU's regular season. The Cougars and Griffins met last year to open the crazy COVID campaign of 2020-21. And as we get set to begin 2022 we can only hope that uh, college basketball and society figure out ways to well live both our sporting and our day-to-day lives without uh, the kinds of interruptions that are once again crisscrossing the country and its arenas and its stadiums yes it's only sports but kind of feels like we're in here we go again mode And it feels like we're also far too deep into this to be struggling the same way we were almost two years ago. Here's to as full a slate of games as BYU can play over the next three months. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show brought to you by the BYU Store. Official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere, Greg Rubel, Mark Durant with you from courtside. Jason Shepard is our studio host. Our control board operators, Tanner Graff and Corbin Radford. Uh, Terry South is our coordinating producer. BYU radio engineer, Sean Fay. Broadcast intern is Jacob here at the Marriott Center. Glad to have you joining us on the new skin BYU Sports Network, led by our satellite flagship BYU Radio Sirius XM 143, and our over the air flagship KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Well, one week ago today, BYU tipped off play at the Diamond Head Classic in Honolulu, and the Cougs won two of three games there to secure third place in the tournament. The one win was a heartbreaker, uh, but the two at the win last Saturday over Liberty was very encouraging, as was the emergence the entire tournament long of Fuseni Traore. As a new starter on Saturday, he used that game to cap off an all-tournament team performance. Fus averaged 13 points
4: and almost 13 rebounds per game in Hawaii. Oh, man, Fusini, I am so excited about it. I don't remember ever being this excited about a freshman. I mean, reminiscent of Yoli or Eric Mika, just the ability to play. But the thing that really excites me about Fusini Traore is I think he can get so much better. I mean, he could get a lot better than he he is and he's so good right now and so important to this team you know you lose gavin gavin wasn't a huge offensive guy but he really understood the pick and roll and he was a real threat to get that lob and dunk it down and what I really was impressed with Fusini, aside from the great rebounding and everything, is his ability to get to the, the ball uh, on that pick and roll and, and cause some damage. I mean, he basically, that play, he and uh, Tijon won that game on that one play. And I think that's important to BYU's offense, because if you don't have a threat down low, Greg, then the, the, the big man can go and they can just sell out on stopping Barcelo or Tijon. And if you have a, an inside threat and, and you can get the ball to him and get it, even running the offense through Fusini, get him a touchdown low. He's a good passer. He's patient. He doesn't doesn't turn it over it collapses the defense it just helps so much and i just see him getting better and better. he's like greg i know don't on, but I, I saw spider-man last night right he's he, like a young spider-man he's trying to figure out all the tools is all the things he can do and he's just gonna get as he figures out those things that he can do he's gonna get much better he's gonna extend his range he's got a really soft shot he's got good free throw shooting i could go on and on mr rubel let's suffice it to say he is awesome he has been a marvel so far <laughs> marvel. in the season uh, it's a little bit I'm
1: maybe breaking news from the NCAA the NCAA men's and women's tournaments are scheduled to go on as planned in March and early April at the selected sites Dan Gavitt NCAA senior VP in charge of basketball said there's been no discussion of going back to a bubble at this point like what happened uh, occurred last march during the pandemic so that is the plan is right now is to get this thing ready to go at the venues and sites they want to play at in march and that is good news as of today all right. mouthwatering hawaiian style food minutes away from the marion center fresh off the grill chicken teriyaki steak and sizzling shrimp at coconut island grill At the Fresh Island flavors your mouth's been waiting for, text the word coconut to 61090 for a free drink with your next meal. That's the word coconut, but with two Ks, K-O-K-O-N-U-T to 61090. Coming up after the break, we'll hear from Westminster head coach Norm Parrish as the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off show continues live from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: This is the Cooper Tip-Off Show. Let's head back live courtside and join Greg Rubel.
1: We are live inside the Marriott Center as the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off show continues. BYU hosting Westminster in BYU's fifth and final in-state game of the season. Cougars 3-1 and so far. Wins over Utah, Utah State, and Weber State. Loss at UVU. BYU head coach Mark Pope, 11-2 and in 13 in-state games coming into tonight. I spoke with Westminster head coach Norm Parrish at his team's afternoon shoot-around about the value of this in-state game for his team that is already five games into conference play and taking a break to play in Provo.
6: Well, there's a couple. Number one, it's, you know, obviously Utah kids see BYU as they're growing up. And so we've, we played Utah a few weeks ago. Yeah. And then, uh, it now, your season, right? Yeah, yeah. And now we get to play these guys. So, so it's something that, you know, when we recruit kids, it's so far in all my years, we've we've played two of the four every year. And then we usually scrimmage. I know there are secret scrimmages, mm-hmm. but we usually scrimmage one of them also. Uh, so it's just a good opportunity for that. Then for us, it's a two-edged sword right now. Uh, Division two as a coach, it's kind of a good rule. You get Christmas off, but they there's a mandatory this year. It was the twenty-first through the twenty-seventh off. So we practiced yesterday. That was our first practice since we played
1: like two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah.
6: and um, so so the thinking of this. You know, it was tough to get a date with them that worked for both of us. But this is a... We could either play these guys or we could practice. And so I figure game... game. You know, we can't simulate BYU. You know, the game speed and the size. So it's a very good... It's an exhibition for us, so it's a good practice. Um, and then we'll practice tomorrow. Then we head to New Mexico Highlands and play Friday, Saturday at New Mexico and in Colorado Springs. Definitely. So it's it's you know it's good you know we're gonna i'm sure we'll play a lot of guys and really our best player yusuf mohammed he's actually stuck in seattle which hurts us he's a big he's a d1 transfer played at north idaho college and he's been our most oh he's been our most beneficial player you know he's averaging 17 a game he's shooting in the 50s he's the one kid really that could play with these guys um so that hurts us uh but other than that, you know, we have some older kids, and uh, you know, we'll come out and give it the best shot we got. Uh, BYU, obviously, I think they're a really, really good team. We're, our, our goal really is we're, we're going to try to make – obviously, we try to take away what they do best, but if some of their other guys are – you know, we're going to have to give something up. And if if those guys play well or if they're hitting – if certain guys are hitting shots that they haven't really hit consistently this year – It'll be ugly for us. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, Muhammad is a is a hit. Obviously, yeah. uh, aside from that, what do
6: you think of your group right now at, at five and six on the year? Um, you know, where we, we we went on the road, we were three and zero in league, and then Yusuf Muhammad sprained his ankle yeah. and missed the last two games, and and there are two games we could have won uh, down to the. But it it hurts us without him. With him, we were actually playing pretty good. We beat. You know, on the, we beat Metro State on the road, like which is years, yeah, which yeah. is a very good team in our league, and they won't lose many at home. So, so I liked where we were going. Now it's kind of given us a little bit of a hiccup, um, just in that Yusuf's the type of player that that we can run stuff for, and without him, it's like, do we put other stuff in or do we wait? So hopefully, he's supposed to get in tomorrow. I don't know how much he'll play this weekend, but we'll get him in. But without him, it it's kind of a mystery. You know, we're kind of throwing darts. Okay, We'll see where the darts land tonight. Coach, thanks
1: for the preview. Safe travels and happy holidays. I hey, appreciate it. Thanks. All right, that is Westminster head coach Norm Parrish. The Cougar tip-off show continues after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: Welcome back to the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's rejoin Cripe Rebel.
1: BYU and Westminster straight ahead. At some point, the Cougars will enter WCC play with a bit of a different look than they thought they had they would have when the season began. But a pair of season-ending injuries necessitated a bit of a a, a rotation overhaul. Uh, we think we now know who BYU is Coach Pope says the challenge now is not just to get better, but to be different and better,
4: as he puts it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I don't know what that means, but I think what it means is he just I mean—he wants guys to get better, but he wants this team to kind of figure out who they're going to be and have some real identity and then get better and, and perform at a high level consistently. I think... One of the biggest problems is there's been some inconsistency, uh, you know, in in, in everybody, really. And one guy will play great one game and not so great the next game. So just get better individually and as a team and be ready to go for conference play. Because the conference is tough, man. You just got a tough conference this year. Obviously, Gonzaga, but there's some really good teams. You better be ready to go. Well, in 2022, BYU men's basketball
1: will be dunking on cancer through generous donations. Each BYU dunk. In WCC play will raise money for BYU Simmons Center for Cancer Research. For more information on the Cougars' fight against cancer, go to sccr at chem.byu.edu. Final thoughts before tip off coming up next. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip Off Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: The Cougar Tip-Off Show rolls on. Let's head back live, courtside. At the last gleaming, Whose bright stripes and bright stars Through the fight the watched, or the we so
1: as we get set for tip off milestone watch Alex
4: Barcelo 17 points away from 1000 at BYU. Well, hopefully he'll have to get him quick tonight if he wants to get that mark tonight, <laughs> but it's inevitable cuz that guy what what a great career he's had and especially here at BYU. We'll take a final break. We'll come back with tip off of
1: BYU and Westminster coming up next. This has been the BYU Store Cougar Tip Off show on the new skin BYU Sports Network.